This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You know, we're entering that part of the NFL draft season where everybody is just tunnel vision, tunnel vision on the right now. And if they don't have tunnel vision of the right now, which is the 2021 class, then they've already got it ingrained in their head that the 2022 class is absolute shit. So it's time to pivot to 2023. When in reality, the reality is the first round picks in 2022 are still extremely valuable. They are still going to be extremely valuable because there are a couple of quarterbacks who maybe the NFL is a little less bullish on than we are right now, but we all know that once the college season starts up and Spencer Rattler goes out there and throws for 4,500 yards and Sam Howell starts dealing and Keaton Slovis does his thing, we see Jaden Daniel and Jaden Grayson McCall and Desmond Ritter and Malik Willis. Once we see all these quarterbacks, they will be elevated up and once the NFL teams realize that Davis Mills and Kellen Mond stink, they will have no choice but to pivot to a quarterback. In 2022, it's the revolving door. We all know that quarterbacks, it's the it's the hardest position to get right, not only in fantasy, but the NFL. So those quarterbacks are still going to have a ton of value in super flex formats in 2022. But the running back class, the running back class in particular, is quite strong. And I think it's a hell of a lot stronger than a lot of people realize right now. And a lot more stronger than a lot stronger than I even realized coming into the 2020 season. I was one of the people who was bashing 2022. It stinks. It's absolutely terrible. And when I look at Isaiah Spiller and Kyron Williams and Brees Hall and Eric Gray, Kevin Harris, potentially we could see Zamir White, CJ Verdell, Max Borgie. I mean, there are a lot of talented, talented running backs in the 2022 class. But there's only a couple right now that I could see being impact difference makers at the next level from day one. And we have to talk about those players now because that's how you get a leg up in Dynasty. You get a leg up staying a step ahead. The reason why you tap into the show, why you subscribe to the Patreon, why you subscribe to the YouTube channel is because that's what we do at Destination Dev. We help you Debbie and Dynasty better, positioning your team for short and long-term success. And that's looking ahead. And make no mistake about it, Iowa State's returning rising junior Brees Hall is no slouch. If Brees Hall were in the 2021 NFL draft class, I believe there are some of you out there listening to the show right now who would take him 101 over Najee Harris. And at worst case, I'd say 103 ahead of Javonta Williams. And I think some of us would probably take him over Travis Etienne as RB2. And as I'm thinking about my own rankings, I probably would have Brees Hall in that category as RB2 in the 2021 class. And it's not just what he did last year. It's what he showed as a true freshman. This kid came in and did his damn thing from day one. So in this episode, moving forward, 
how we're going to do this. In this episode and future episodes, we're prepping. We're prepping for 2022. We're prepping for 2023. We're getting you ready. I am done with 2021. Absolutely over it. Tired of it. Ready for it to be over. NFL draft can't come fast enough. Let's move on. 2022 is dope. Brees Hall right now is leading the way as RB1. And I don't think it's I don't think it's case closed yet. I don't think it's case closed yet. There are some very, very talented rushers at the top of this class. But we're kicking off this 2022 prospect profile series with the most talented rusher right now in the class, one of the most talented running backs in college football. Make sure you're tapped in on YouTube, showing some dope stuff on this profile series over there on YouTube, Destination Debbie. But we're talking about Iowa State's leading rusher, Brees Hall. Let's get it. Sit back, relax, and let me talk to you for a second, good people. Welcome back to the station. This is Destination Debbie. Y'all know what we do over here on this channel. We help position your dynasty rosters for short and long-term success by helping you Debbie and Dynasty better, keeping you one step ahead of your league mates. Looking forward, looking beyond what's right in front of our faces. And right now, all the talk is about the 2021 NFL Draft class. That is all people are thinking about, all dynasty managers are, are, are talking about, and they're not forward-thinking. That's why you're here. That's why you're subbed to the channel. And if you're not, you better damn well make sure you smash that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up button, like the content, because we're dropping heat to keep you ready for 2022 and beyond. Past weekend, man, we saw a ton of dope spring games for college football. It felt good to have some collegiate football back. But in this prospect profile video, we are moving forward. You want to hear some of that spring talk? Make sure you head over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash all gas. All my rankings over there, exclusive content, analytical database, all of that good shit. So these prospect profiles moving forward will feature 2022 and 2023 prospects. And in this episode today, I'm excited to talk about the number one rusher in the 2022 NFL draft class, Iowa State's running back, Brees Hall, the rising junior. He's a fantastic talent. You know, there are some people that I know that I value their opinions and respect tremendously that said if Brees Hall was here in this 2021 NFL draft class, he'd be the RB1 over Najee Harris, over Javante Williams, over Travis Etienne. I'm not going to go that far and say that I would have him ranked ahead of Najee Harris, but there would be a real conversation putting him at the RB2 spot because that's how damn talented Brees Hall is. He's a TDT. Y'all know. Y'all have heard me talk about TDTs all the time. Three down threats. First down, second down, third down. You don't have to pull him off of the field because he can catch the ball out of the backfield. And we'll jump into that right after we hear a word from my man Gus Johnson. Drop the intro, baby. So who is Brees Hall? Brees Hall, four-star kid coming out of Wichita, Kansas in the class of 2019. He was the 22nd overall running back in his recruiting class. Had offers from majority of the Big 12 schools, right? So, you know, Power five offers, didn't get a, a whole bunch of interest from the SEC schools, but talented, talented, talented kid. They had him listed at six foot two fifteen. And that's around where Iowa State has him listed right now at about 6'1, 215 pounds. So right off the bat, we know that even if he's an inch or maybe even two inches shorter when he measures in at his pro day or his combine, he's still going to be that height and size that we like. You know, 5'11", 6'215", possibly a little bit heavier when the combine rolls around. So he already has the build of a three-down threat, of a true 
bell cow running back. Comes in as a true freshman and he produces right off the bat, which is good to see. You know, we want to see these running backs produce early. And if they don't produce early, they better have a damn good excuse as to why they couldn't make it happen. But at Iowa State, he didn't have a ton of competition and he had 186 carries for 897 yards, nine touchdowns. And what was even more impressive than what he did on the ground as a true freshman is he had 23 receptions for 252 yards and one touchdown through the air. So right off the bat, right Right off the rip, Brees Hall came in to a Power 5 school, productive as a true freshman. He had four 100-yard rushing games, and he had multiple games over four receptions. Right off the bat, man, we saw some of the things that he can do on the ground and through the air. And for me, when we're looking at running backs for fantasy football, we want those running backs who can catch the ball, who can bang between the tackles, and who can catch the ball out of the back. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Backfield. Coming into a sophomore season, COVID season, where the Big 12 was in, then they weren't in, then they were in, then they weren't in. Iowa State was pretty much in from the jump, and Brees Hall got to play 12 games, and he started the season off on an absolute tear. Eight straight games over 100 yards. He finished the season with 1,572 yards on 279 attempts, averaging 5.6 a pop, 21 touchdowns, and then he doubled it up again with 23 more receptions for 180 yards and two touchdowns. So you're talking about a player who already to start his career has over 2,900 total yards and 33 touchdowns, 46 receptions, 432 yards, according to PFF. When you're talking about the nation's leaders, 15 plus yard runs, Brees Hall is up there. Yards after contact, Brees Hall is top 10. Force missed tackles, Brees Hall is a smooth operator. He's at the top of every statistical category you can think of for a collegiate running back in his second season. So going into year three, listen, the Heisman Trophy is normally given to the best quarterback on the best team. You know, we saw an outlier season last year with Devonta Smith destroyed college football and they had no choice but to give him the Heisman Trophy. You see his quarterback was in the was a Heisman Trophy finalist. Kyle Trask was a Heisman Trophy finalist. So still having those quarterbacks in there. Najee wasn't even Heisman Trophy finalist and he rushed for 30 touchdowns. But when you're talking about the 2021 season, Brees Hall name has to be in consideration for one of the top players in college football and a Heisman Trophy front runner going into the college football season. I cannot foresee a world in which he does not top 1,500 rushing yards here in 2021. 
outside of an injury, and we don't like to forecast or project those things uh, into these players' profiles. And everything out of spring ball, everything that I've been reading, everything I've been seeing from Iowa State is he's gotten bigger, he's gotten stronger, and he's gotten faster, which is a problem for every single team inside of the Big 12. When you watch his game clips, and I'll show a couple of those right now. So if you ain't tapped in on YouTube, you're really missing out. You see that he is, you know, you watch him and he doesn't look like he's a burner, right? He's not a player who's going to go out there and drop a 4-3-40 yard dash time. That's not his game, but you consistently see him ripping off chunk plays, taking 50, 60 yarders to the crib. So although he doesn't look like he's a, you know, what we would consider a blazing type running back, he's got tremendous speed. He's faster than Najee Harris. And I've talked about Najee not being concerned about his long speed for the NFL. I think he's a faster running back than Najee Harris. You see in some of these clips, man, his his first jump cut, his lateral quickness, his ability to make guys miss those initial guys on, on initial contact, the initial defender. I mean, we're seeing him break down some of the best safeties, one of the best safeties in the 2021 NFL draft class from, from TCU. We saw that clip roll through. I mean, he's got a nasty dead leg. He's got a nasty one cut. And then he's got enough speed to get to the outside. Now, I do think that at the next level, he does tend to bounce the ball outside quite a bit. He's probably going to have to reel that back in. But there's no question about uh, what he can do from 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 a speed standpoint. I think he's got more than enough speed. He's got power. You see him running through defenders, breaking arm tackles, and that's why his yards after contact is so high because he does not go down on initial contact. There are some running backs. Goodness, Chuba Hubbard, Big 12. You, you, you blow on Chuba Hubbard and he's falling over. He's not running through anybody. He's not breaking arm tackles. Brees Hall consistently does that. He's got a nice stiff arm to his game. And if I had to just surmise his type, his running style, what he looks like, he's just smooth. He's so damn smooth. Like every move he makes, he's deliberate. He's patient in the hole. He's patient when he gets to the outside. He knows when to accelerate, but most importantly, and I don't think enough people talk about, he knows when to decelerate, when to slow it down, when to break it down, let his blocker set up lanes for him in front of him. He's a tremendous, tremendous running back with outstanding vision, great patience, more than enough speed. He's got solid power. I mean, all the way around, Brees Hall is just an excellent, excellent running back. And we see right now his ADP in Debbie Startups, he's still coming off of the board at worst RB2, RB3. You know, you got some people who want to jump in and get some of those young 2023 assets, Tank Bigsby, Bijan Robinson, maybe a Jameer Gibbs. But if it's me and I'm on the clock and I've got my choice between any one of those running backs, I'm taking Brees Hall. In the 2022 class, there's a lot to kind of figure out with those running backs. You do have talented rushers such as Isaiah Spiller, who I don't think is far behind Brees Hall at all. Eric Gray out of Oklahoma, the transfer from Tennessee, who's also going to make a case to be one of the top running backs in the 2022 class. Kyron Williams out of Notre Dame, the best pass blocking running back in this class, and he's a talented rusher in his own right. Then you got Kevin Harris, right, out of South Carolina. Not enough people are talking about Kevin Harris. And then you've also got some dark horse sleeper type candidates. We can't forget about some of the seniors, CJ Verdell, Max Borgie, Zamir White is still there, Zonovan Knight out of North Carolina State, and my never quit guy, Keontae Ingram, who transferred out of Texas and is now at USC, all vying for 
you know, top 10 running back potential in the 2022 class. So when we're looking at these running backs and we'll continue to talk about them, this is just an early preview of who the top players are in 2022, because I know a lot of y'all are focused on 2021. So we will revisit Brees Hall after this season. This is not going to be the only time we talk about Brees Hall in these 2022 prospects, but as, as we enter the NFL draft season, it's important to take note of who may potentially be in these classes to help us out. That way, when you're on the clock, and you're deciding between Dwayne Eskridge and a 2022 first round pick. If it were me, give me the first. I want a shot at one of these running backs. I want a shot at some of these talented wide receivers out of the 2022 class. The name of this game, the reason why y'all are tapped in here is because you want to win fantasy titles. You want to stay one step ahead of the game and you want to position your dynasty team for not only long-term success, but you want to win right now. Brees Hall is an asset These 2022 first round picks are assets that will help you position your dynasty team for that desired outcome. Brees Hall, dope player. We'll tap back in and we'll touch base with Brees Hall throughout this 2021 season, but this is an early preview of what's to come in 2022. Hope you enjoyed the breakdown. If you did, make sure you smash that subscribe button. Check out the podcast, Destination Debbie. Stay tapped into the station. We got a lot of good stuff coming. The trade show's dropping this week. Show y'all some shit that's been popping over there at the Patreon. The Black Box Show is dropping on Tuesday. We're talking life. We're talking sports. We're talking all of that other stuff outside of fantasy. Elite Seekers dropping on the podcast, man. So stay locked in. We appreciate y'all checking us out. Get out of this thing. Peace.